This should not be happening to New York City, Chicago, Los Angeles, and the other big northern cities. And really, it should not be happening to El Paso or Brownsville, Texas. No city should be carrying this burden. It's a national problem, and it needs a national solution. Ah, uh, yes. I think uh, Eric Adams is a, um, an immigrantophobe racist who thinks that a few Spanish-speaking people will destroy the city of New York. What a racist racist. What kind of racist is he? He's the racist kind of racist. How many kinds of racist are there? Oh, there are an infinite number of kinds of racists. I can tell you that right now. Now, New York City uh, school's back today. They start on a Thursday because that makes sense, right? Hey, let's start the school year on a Thursday. Sure. Well, it's the 7th of the month, so naturally that makes sense. More than 50% of students in New York City schools cannot read at grade level. And when you say they can't read at grade level, that that means that a great many of them are basically um, uh, illiterate and uh, functionally illiterate, uh, to be sure. And uh, now they've got, they say, 19,500 illegal alien children, presumably all non-English speaking, flowing into the schools starting today. And, you know, an ESL student, English as a second language student, is more expensive than a, you know, EFL, English as a first language. That's not an actual term. I just made that up. But if they're going to have, you know, ESL, we should have EFL as well. English as a first language student costs less than uh, English as a second language student. And they've got 19,500, some are saying 20,000, rounding the number, uh, flowing into the school system. But they already have schools where they can't teach the kids whose families actually pay taxes and speak English, most of them, uh, to read. What are they teaching them to read? English, you know, uh, Mao's Little Red Book, uh, Das Kapital, you know, Karl Marx, Mao Zedong. Uh, They're educating them, don't you know? And as Eric said, calling in from California, uh, who discovered our humble radio show because we played the best of the Chris Plant show in his local radio station over the weekend, and that's good. Our show should be on uh, five days a week, plus on the weekend, uh, on your station, Eric. You should give him a call. Say, hey, why don't you put this show on? It's obviously the best radio show in the universe. So should be. And we're heard all over the universe. We have listeners on space stations and various other places. Uh, but never mind that. Never mind that right now. Uh, let's, get back to, let's get back to the mayhem that the Democrats are causing across the country and Joe Biden, and Mayor Eric Adams saying that a few migrants, they're a sanctuary city, will destroy the city of New York. That's this what he's saying. This issue will destroy New York City. New York City it will destroy this issue, will destroy New York City. But whose fault is it? It's Trump's fault and those Trump Republicans, Trump-like Republican mess. That Trump Republicans created this mess. And we need to fix this mess. Yeah, you're just the guy to fix it, no doubt about it. When you say we, you're just the people to fix it. You created it. You continue to create it. You are the problem. And 
you're not serious enough for the job, you're not smart enough to recognize what the actual problem is since it's you and your fellow travelers. That's a commie term. Commies always referred to their uh, fellow commies as fellow travelers. And now let's go to uh, let's go to soundbite number six. I was watching the television this morning, and there is a uh, reporter, a news reporter, an actual news reporter in Chicago that uh, lives in Chicago and actually reports about Chicago. And, uh, you know, what are the Democrats busy doing? Ordering Texas to take down the floating barrier in the Rio Grande River. But pay no attention to that. Um, and, and now the sanctuary cities, they uh, also, Mayor Eric Adams is condemning Governor Abbott in Texas. What did he call him? He called him terrible names, called him terrible things. Um, and and it, like it's his fault, right? I just don't see that being the case, but that's because I'm not very severely mentally impaired. Uh, 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 uh. But let's go to uh, the reporter in Chicago who knows a thing or two about this because he was on the uh, television this morning and I was watching and I wanted to share this with you. Chicago-based reporter William Kelly who lives there in the city and reports truths about the city. And uh, here's uh, Chicago reporter William talking about, you know, that they've uh, thrown, I think, 433 is their official number. It's probably a lie. Uh, illegal aliens uh, to sleep on the floors of Chicago's O'Hare Airport. All right. And uh, here's uh, an actual news reporter, William Kelly. O'Hare Airport is only one of 18 migrant shelters in the city of Chicago. And the last time I was at O'Hare doing a story, it was on homeless Americans living at O'Hare. Well, the city of Chicago has kicked the homeless Americans out of O'Hare to make room for the migrants. It, uh, you know, Mayor Johnson campaigned as the people's mayor. Uh, Sadly, the people are telling me that he's the migrants mayor. He's not the mayor for uh, Chicagoans or for Americans because they're not on Team America. They are, they are here to destroy the economy, capitalism, to bankrupt us, $23 trillion in debt. If we started paying off our debt right now at $1 a second, we're continuing to add to it rather than shrinking it, of course. At $1 a second, it would take us slightly more than one million years to pay off our national debt at $1 per second. Jesus Christ walked the earth 2,000 years ago. Add 998,000 years to that, and that's how long it would take us to pay off our national debt if we were, in fact, doing that, if we started paying it off at $1 per second. Boy. I'm telling you. Here is reporter William Kelly. Hey, it's one of uh, 18 shelters they've scattered around the city. O'Hare Airport is uh, just one of them. There are hundreds of illegals there. Chicago uh, is in Illinois, which is not a border state. Doesn't border Canada, doesn't border Mexico. But the Democrats are murdering the country. And when... Mayor Eric Adams, dim of wit though he may be, says that this will 100,000 people destroy the city of New York. This is the Democrats' plan for the United States of America, and they're carrying it out unencumbered by honest news reporting, except perhaps by William Kelly. 
I don't think security applies to them. Uh, I don't think any any of the uh, requirements that uh, Americans are expected to uh, background checks or uh, or or you know in all in all seriousness. It's, the city of Chicago has not recovered from the lockdowns and the looting of Lightfoot. Now we are in the throes of the violent crime and the migrant crisis of Mayor Johnson. This is, uh, you know, there are millions upon millions of dollars being spent on this migrant crisis. N nobody knows where the money is going, uh, what it's being spent on. There's no telling where the money went. Uh, honestly, and, and, uh, Chicago, and I grew up on the North shore of Chicago, this, uh, they're murdering Seattle and Portland and San Francisco and Chicago. And yeah, they're rioting and looting Kenosha, Wisconsin. And, and, uh, this is, and they're all Democrats, every stinking rotten one of them. But January 6th arrests continue two and a half years later because the FBI is on a jihad on behalf of the left in the United States of America, every FBI agent, honest FBI agent, which is most of them, needs to walk off the job. You guys need to walk out like for a month uh, and uh, demand that the senior leadership of the FBI be fired, maybe arrested, jailed. Uh, Chicago-based news reporter William Kelly. One of the migrant shelters in Chicago is directly across the street from my building on Michigan Avenue. So I look out the window, and it's like a scene from Mad Max every every single day. Uh, so it is a fail on every on, right. on every level. And sadly, the the concerns of the people of Chicago are being sure. completely brushed aside. Well, you know the taxpayers, the citizens, um, you know the people that serve in the military, the police officers. They're the ones that the left is here to dump all over and to throw in jail because the left jails their political enemies all over the world, and the left is here. All right, let's go to the telephones now. Uh, we were just playing audio of William Kelly from Chicago, Illinois, and now, uh, a random coincidence, calling from Chicago, Illinois, listening on the great WLS, is Kelly. Kelly, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Kelly. Oh, come on, Kelly. It's The timing was too perfect. Where is Kelly? Kelly, Kelly, Bobelli. That's that's crazy. We had Kelly on from Chicago. I was on, I was on mute. Hey, wait a minute. Oh, that's not a good idea. A You're on the radio. Don't be on mute because nobody can hear you that way. Hey, Kelly. Sorry about that. Yeah, local uh, local to the Greek town, Greek town area. I'm not sure if you've heard what's going on there, but Reporters sprawled out all around the block. There's a, there's a hostel. It's called Parthenon Hostel, where they decided to uh, just basically last, in, I don't know, a day or two, decide to house 190 or so illegal immigrants in the hostel across the street, unbeknownst to all the taxpaying citizens in the area. So pretty uh, pretty interesting stuff. I actually found out yesterday simply because I, I listened to WLS. Um, most of the restaurants, no one really even knew till this week. And we found out there's a, a town hall, which my wife and I, uh, we attended that yesterday. And uh, everyone showed up ready to kind of voice their opinions on just to kind of find out that the decision's already made. And um, it, it is what it is at that point. So it was very interesting. Uh, there's, a, there's a lady called Beatrice 
Ponce de Leon. Uh, she, her, by the way, she's a deputy mayor of immigration and uh, refugee rights, and she's a real beauty. Uh, she claimed this is a federal issue while blaming and condemning uh, Governor Abbott about 10 different times and even brought up climate change quite a few times while totally avoiding the fact that our, we have a border czar and Kamala Harris and we have a dictator in chief and Joe Biden who are ultimately responsible for this. And yet it was totally Governor Abbott's problem and fault all along. It was, it was just, it was hard to believe, honestly. And climate change. Yeah, they had to throw in climate change a few times. And so I live across the street from this hostel. Um, One of the things BHU's brought up was that there's been migrants, at least 60 of them, in that hostel since October, and nobody knew about it. Well, I can assure you that everyone on the block knew about it. They're hanging out on the sidewalks, smoking cigarettes, clogging up the sidewalks, and there's a uh, Chicago food truck um, owned by the Chicago government that is delivering food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and also uh, icing on the cake. They're actually getting all their laundry done for free uh, or on taxpayer dime as well. So very interesting stuff, and they're actually moving in next week. And there is nothing you can do about it because uh, they'll call you racists if you raise an eyebrow. That is correct. Yeah. So the, the building has a like a max capacity of 130 and they're putting in at least 190 next week. That was also a topic of discussion at this this town hall. It was it was pretty remarkable. I, I ended up just walking out after a few uh, old CPS teachers with masks on uh, got up and asked how they can volunteer. And. Uh oh, you just dropped off having all kinds of trouble with your phone there today. Uh, Kelly, I, amazing because I wanted to talk to you about uh, Diana's restaurant, you know, uh, no longer there in Greek town. Used to go to Greek town uh, years ago and love Greek town. But uh, your phone, um, your phone was problematic there. But I'm glad you called in to tell your story. Yeah, and I've, uh, I just looked up the, the concerned residents packed a meeting in Greek town Wednesday night, um, filling up two levels of seats and demanding the city give details. The hundreds, they plan to house hundreds of migrants at a hostel as soon as Friday at the Parthenon Guest House on Halstead Street. Uh, And it's uh, the 18th city-operated shelter for illegal aliens in Chicago, not a border city. You're Democrats. Kelly, uh, thank you for calling in. Wish, uh, Wish you'd have been able to hang in there a little longer. Hey, you know, President Joe Biden's plan to introduce a digital dollar and replace the American dollar, it's uh, already underway, and it's important to understand the potential consequences here because everything they're telling us about the digital dollar is untrue, and it's not in our best interests. They're not on our side. Time is of the essence, so take action and get smart on this topic to protect yourself. You can help protect your savings and your retirement from the risks of the digital dollar by diversifying with gold and silver IRAs. You can put real gold and real silver in your IRAs. You get started by calling the experts at American Alternative Assets. Great friends of the Chris Plant Show. You can call them at 888-4-GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5320. They'll give you all the guidance and smarts you need on safeguarding your retirement savings. 
Say no to Joe Biden's digital dollar. Call American Alternative Assets at 888-4-GOLD-20, 888-446-5320. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance, gold and silver, will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal, tax, investment, and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, uh, thank you for the call, Kelly. And uh, yeah, there, there are news stories on this meeting yesterday. Uh, and uh, the Democrats are here to destroy just the United States of America and Western civilization. Don't be concerned. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Are you into weird, spooky, and strange history? Horrifying History tells you about the side of history that people don't normally talk about. We tell the tales of haunted places, infamous true crimes, unsolved mysteries, the paranormal, and then we look to history to see where the truth actually lies. Want to get spooky with us? Horrifying History, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Holy cannoli. Um, Illegals are coming in across our northern border in record numbers as well. Because of the Democrats, Congressman Elise Stefanik, a Republican from New York who's a good person, New York's 21st congressional district, a statement on the historic surge in illegal immigration across the northern border just in the New York 21st, the congressional district. Congresswoman Elise Stefanik released a uh, statement following Chief Patrol Agent Robert Garcia's tweet on the historic surge in illegal immigration across the northern border of the United States. And it turns out that over 6,100 apprehensions from 76 different countries in just 11 months in New York on our northern border, our border with Canada, 76 countries. Canada is only one country. In just 11 months, that number surpasses the last 10 years combined. That's your Democrat Party. They are uh, erasing women, erasing children, and erasing the United States of America. America starts the day with America in the morning. Pending home sales numbers, they tanked in April, but there are. Hi, I'm John Trout, your host for the latest news, politics, entertainment, business, and weather. Octane action in the dust, a new film puts. Our staff of correspondents provide a fast paced look at the world with specialized reports from where news happens. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's Amazon. Concise, accurate, and fresh each day. America in the morning, the podcast, available wherever you listen. All right, um, I want to explain why the apocalypse is now. It's apocalypse now at the Washington Post and beyond. Because of the weather, it's the climate, which is all your fault. Never mind the fact that the United States has reduced our CO2 output by 20%, unlike the rest of the smelly world. 
but pay no attention to that. And uh, New York and Chicago, madness, madness. Uh, with that, let's grab, uh, let's let's take another phone call, Michael, and then I want to explain why the climate is going to kill us all and soon. Uh, let's go to Bob calling from Waldorf, Maryland. It's kind of like Bob Geldorf. Bob in Waldorf, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good afternoon, Chris. Hey, Bob. Um, I, uh, all these people in New York bitching and complaining, they did vote for this, didn't they? I mean, they voted to be a sanctuary city, sanctuary state. Same with Illinois, California. So, I mean, uh, what happened to uh, bring us all your huddled masses? Where, you know, what's up with that? They don't like that? It's probably because, Chris, somebody's been eating their pores now. Somebody's got their hand in their pie, and they don't like it. But they did vote for all this. They voted for 8% mortgage rates. They voted for 7 8% inflation rates. They voted for $5 a gallon gas. So, you know, deal with it. This is what you voted for. Stop crying, and that's you brought this on yourself. Well, yeah. Uh, turns out they're terrible racists and uh, immigrantophobes. They're, they're, uh, you know, they're Hispanophobes and uh, Latinophobes and immigrantophobes, and they uh, hate the world. Uh, you know, when it when it's 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 a classic not in my backyard thing, right, Bob? Yes, sir. It is, Chris. If I may, yes. Under, I'd like to say to you, and yes. I don't know what your thoughts are on this. Impeaching Biden is a, a exit for the Democrats. Under no circumstances should Biden be impeached. If you want to have impeachment inquiry, then do that. But do not let the Senate get Biden impeachment in so they can vote him out, and that way they get out of this mess. Make them live with Biden. Make them live with it. Please do not impeach Biden. But, Chris, you have a great day. Take it easy. I'm going swimming. It's nice and hot. Wow. Yeah, I wish I were. You going swimming in a swimming pool? He's gone. He's going swimming. He's off. I, I heard the splash at the last second right there. He's going swimming. It is a great day for a swimming pool because, you know, it's uh, we're in September now, but August carried over a little, uh, which brings us to, and uh, Bob, you know, I understand your point on not impeaching Joe Biden. Uh, stick him with Joe Biden. Uh, don't give him the opportunity to replace Joe Biden. And then they'd have this real problem with Kamala Harris, who is, um, you know, uh, part black, part Indian, part woman. And uh, if the Democrats would have real trouble replacing her, unless, of course, it were Michelle Obama doing the replacing. But that's a, a very sinister plot that you have in mind, Bob, to make the Democrats live with Joe Biden as their candidate. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh man, I'm telling you. That's a fact check. Um, and I tell you what, we got another Chicago, and it's a, it's a good uh, point, a good point. Let's go to Don calling from Chicago, Illinois, Chicago, once Illinois. again with the great WLS. Don, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Thanks, Chris. Chris, you notice uh, Pete Buttigieg is doing a fine job because there's never a disruption in the supply chain when it comes to fentanyl illegal aliens and illegal drugs so he's he's doing it right on that area but you know this uh this problem in chicago and that i heard some of the interviews with some of the people at the meeting in greektown last night and i think they're plants they uh a couple ladies came out and said oh i'm all in favor of this and uh, we should be doing more to help the the immigrants and uh 
this isn't just our property. This is everyone's property and all this other garbage. But my problem is I live out in the suburbs. Um, this is coming to the suburbs. This isn't just a city problem. They're slowly going to push them out away from the city and let everybody have a, a little bit of this nonsense as well. It's the Democrat Party's plan to change the demographics of the United States of America. Uh, and that's why Barack Obama warned us that we all better learn to speak Spanish and our kids better learn to speak Spanish because behind the curtain, Barack Obama is back there. We learned in an article coming out in a book very soon that all kinds of Biden White House staffers spend their days and their evenings over at Barack Obama's house, one of his many multi-million dollar homes, this one in Washington, D.C., off of Mass Ave, Massachusetts Ave, Embassy Row, by the big mosque uh, in Washington, where Barack Obama lives. And uh, there is every reason to believe that Barack Obama and his cabal are behind the curtain pulling the strings on the Biden administration. And he felt like he didn't destroy America enough during his eight years as president. And they are still after us here, Don. They're they're still after us. And you make a very interesting observation and a correct observation. No disruption in the supply chain when it comes to fentanyl and cocaine and child sex traffickers, the drug traffickers. No interruption in the supply chain there at all. Quite remarkable. At my grocery store, you can still see a great deal of evidence of disruptions in the supply chain. Uh, But when it comes to crime and cartels and drug traffickers and smugglers and the number of Americans killed in fatal drug overdoses, no disruption at all, humming humming along like a well-oiled machine. Right, Don? Sure, Chris. And one more thing. Just yesterday, uh, they're letting these uh, migrants sleep on the floors in the police stations all over the city. And yesterday, a police sergeant walking through the people sleeping on the floor had to administer Narcon to two of them because they had overdosed on heroin. So these aren't, these aren't people that are going to help our society in any way. They're going to be a, a, a burden on society, as they already are. And I'm sorry, uh, my grandparents came here through Ellis Island from Italy. They were deloused, you know, humiliated, and put in uh, uh, isolation until they could determine whether or not they had TB, and they still love this country. So, you know, you either come the right way or you don't come at all. Seems fair. Uh, but the Democrats don't believe in fair. They believe in total destruction, and that's their program. Don, great call. Uh, thank you. Have uh, have a great Chicago day. And you're right, they're, uh, they're uh, planning on spreading it all to the suburbs and crime and rioting and looting. They're spreading to the suburbs as well. It's not by accident uh, at all. It, uh, it turns out, what is it, um, Al Pacino? Al Pacino, 83 years old. Show business news. We have show business news. Al Pacino, 83 years old. He's a fine actor. And uh, he's married to a woman who's 29 years old. 29, not yet 30 years old. And he is 83 years old. That's got to sound fairly appealing to 29-year-old women everywhere. My uh, 83-year-old husband. And they just had a baby. Well, she just had a baby three months ago. Three months ago. Whether it's his or not, uh, only time will tell. But uh, Al Pacino, 83 years old, 29-year-old wife, uh, she had a baby three months ago. I'm uh, sorry to have to announce they're getting divorced. Uh, getting divorced. Getting a divorce. See, now comes the payday. Had the, had the baby three months ago. Now, cha-ching, cha-ching, uh, out of here. 
83-year-old man, you're on your own, but I'm going away with half your money. See? That's, uh, there you go. Al Pacino. Every day is an IQ test. You are out of order. You're out of order. You're out of order. The whole trial is out of order. They're out of order. The whole thing is out of order. That's the way you should have him out in the streets of New York, I think, with the... Go to the uh, illegal alien uh, way stations. They have way stations? Sure. They weigh them? No, no. Different way. All right. Let's uh, let's go. Here's another one because in uh, Maryland, speaking of bringing it to the suburbs, the Democrat Party is suffering from gender dysphoria. Every Democrat is gender confused. And here's the thing. They've got a, uh, they've got a run in um, Frederick, Maryland. Frederick, Maryland, a run. It's going to be, you know, it's not a marathon, but it's, how long is the run? One mile. One mile. That's uh, not much of a run, is it? But organizers have a, um, a run scheduled for Frederick, Maryland, well north of Washington, D.C. Takes about an hour to drive there. And it's a great town, Frederick, Maryland. Great downtown and restaurants, a fun airport. I got to fly on a B-17 bomber out of that airport, out of there, my best girl and I did. We didn't drop bombs, but we flew around on the B-17 bomber called Aluminum Overcast. Now, that's my Frederick story, but and good restaurants there. And uh, they've got a run, and the run sign-up uh, now allows runners to select non-binary as their gender in their run sign-up profile. See, because you have these runs, and you have the women, and then you have the men, and the women and the men run, and they probably get different times most of the time, right? And um, so now they have non-binary. So in the spirit of inclusivity, they use the words, but they don't know what they mean. We will not force these runners to choose male or female as their gender when they register for the race. Non-binary runner, runners uh, who would like to have uh, a timed result may run in either the male or female heat. So you said female heat. Is that should they say that? Because that's probably an inappropriate word there. They will be scored in their own division. What's their own division? The non-binary male. The non. So there are four divisions when it comes to gender. But if you're non-binary, aren't you neither male nor female? So how can you be non-binary male? That doesn't make any sense. Or a non-binary female. That doesn't make any sense. That makes no sense at all. So non-binary, whatever the hell that doesn't mean anything, means you're, you need help. Non-binary runners who would like to have a timed result may run in either female or male heat, male or female heat. They will be scored in their own division and thus are not competing against male and female run- runners for standings or awards. Try to make sense of that because that's what Democrats have done. They're erasing gender, science, math, English, and the United States of America. Our northern border breaking records. Just in this one congressional district on our border with Canada, people have sneaked in from 75 countries. And this year, more illegals have come in through that sector than have come in in the last 10 years combined because the Democrats are here to undo us to destroy the United States of America. They're not liberals. They're leftists. The Democratic Party isn't. I'm telling you. 
Boy, oh boy. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh, CNN has a very disappointing poll, a poll that's very disappointing to them. A majority of Americans believe Joe Biden, as vice president, was involved with son Hunter Biden's business dealings. Oh, no. How can they say that? That's so disappointing. See, the news gets out in spite of uh, the left because, you know, the lie can be big. All right, now let me get to, uh, let me get to the weather because I, I shared with you the front page of the A sectional of the Washington Post today. The headline is Climate Linked Ills Threaten Humanity. Threaten Humanity. Humanity is almost over. And they have uh, three typists for the Democrat Party. And they go on at length. The floods came and then the sickness. Mohammed Yakub stood on his concrete porch. Hey, pretty nice concrete porch. And watched the black, angry water swirl around. Now, you should you say black and angry in that sentence? Because that's I think that's racist. And then it goes on forever and ever about how Pakistan, and this is the crazy... If you go to their online version, the uh, the crazy Washington Post um, says that Pakistan bears the brunt of global extreme heat, illness, and mortality. Pakistan, it's a mostly mountainous nation uh, north of India, and they, uh, you know, whether they they have some what are they on the Arabian Sea? They're not even on a major ocean, and but Pakistan of all places bears the brunt of extreme heat. Uh, extreme, extreme heat, illness, and mortality, death, you know. that's uh, And that's what the Washington Post is trying to convince you of because they know you'll never go to Pakistan, so they can use them. Uh, also, uh, the live now Fox News, air pollution from wildfires linked to dementia cases, comma, study says. That's what the study says. It's a study. So according to the National Institutes of Health, researchers aren't exactly sure why fine particulate matter pollution, that's PM2.5, has been linked to the increased risk of dementia. This Has Joe Biden been around a fire all of his life? It's, it's maybe that Canadian smoke. It's uh, the Canadian dementia epidemic because they're burning all that stuff because they don't groom their forests anymore, just their children. But they do know that fine particulate pollutants can affect the lungs, circulate into the blood and move into the brain where they might be able to cause direct damage. You know, the United States has reduced our particulate pollutant uh, and, you know, in the air, particulate pollutants from factories and things. The United States has cut it by more than 50%. Uh, oh, my God, look at the time. I can't believe I did that. That's a, I've run out of time again. It's, it's unbelievable. I need more time, don't I? Yes, I do. Why Burning Man's flooding exodus delay is a lesson in extreme weather. And then there's this great one. I love this. From The Cut, a radical left-wing typist organization called The Cut, an extremist woman named Amil Niazi. If you lose one eye, it's Amil Nazi. She's uh, very close, one letter away from being Nazi. Having a kid at the end of the world... It's the end of the world. Having a kid at the end of the world. And she argues that you shouldn't have children because we're killing the planet. The planet is dying. So you should probably kill your children in order to save the planet. Like you got to kill whales for clean air. 
Killing whales for clean air seems like a trade-off worth making, doesn't it? Yeah. Having a kid at the end of the world. She's against it. Niazi is. Emil Niazi. Don't have children because you're killing the world by perpetuating the species. The species must be snuffed out. Oh, I have three kids and no money. Why can't I have no kids and three money? Well, the, the apocalyptic death cult that is the left uh, is using climate change and global warming and all that. And Pakistan somehow is getting the, the worst of it, which makes no sense at all if you have two brain cells to rub together. But pay no attention to that. And this uh, left-wing lunatic, who is a woman... Emil Niazi, N-I-A-Z-I, very close to being Nazi. Having a kid at the end of the world is the article. From the moment I had a sense of the world, I felt a sense that it was finite and that we were destroying it. Must have been raised by liberals. I learned about acid rain. Remember that? Thank God that wasn't true. Sometime during the third grade, The idea of flesh-burning precipitation coupled with a hole in the ozone layer. That's all better now, too. Don't worry about it. That was going to destroy the planet and all of my favorite animals. Were they stuffed and on your bed? Used to make me itchy with stress. Uh, That might have been cirrhosis. I remember, remember begging my parents, who had very little disposable income, she's a victim, to become paying members of the World Wildlife Fund but instead they joined the World Wrestling Foundation to save the whales. Now they're killing whales for clean air because they need those windmills. I talked about chlorofluorocarbons like I was a paid expert, afraid of stepping out into the storm for fear of melting. I was convinced the world was ending and none of us, my friends and I, would live to see adulthood. The earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon. I, uh, that should make you angry. Very, very angry. This is the Democrat Party. It is an apocalyptic death cult. She uh, now has two children and is on the brink of having her third child, and she thinks that she's destroying the planet. I think we need to send the police by for a welfare check. Sounds like someone that might drive into a lake with her kids in the trunk. Every story eventually comes to an end. This June, hear the final episode of Season 2 of the hit podcast series, In the Red Clay, Durham. In the Red Clay tells the unbelievable true story of Billy Sunday Burt, the most dangerous man in Georgia history. In the podcast that people are calling riveting, incredibly moving, captivating, and addicting. Binge Seasons 1 and 2 of In the Red Clay now, wherever you listen.